Hey, welcome back to Season 3 of Pigeon Hockey, a participating member of the Hockey Focus Family Podcasts. This is Chris and today's co-host, Steve. Hey, how's it going, hockey fans? And you know us, we're just a couple goalies that have taken one too many pucks to the head and do not claim to be hockey experts, but simply overzealous hockey fans that love to play, watch, read, and talk about hockey. So, how goes life, Steve? Goes all right. Uh, daughter played a soccer tournament this weekend um out in mesa arizona and for those who do not know mesa can be a little bit far from phoenix so it almost felt like an away tournament but she played well uh her teammates that were called up played well too so it was pretty 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 good weekend my friend how was yours uh mine wasn't too shabby uh i worked sunday what did i do saturday i don't know we we met up with some friends this weekend we hosted a party and yeah probably you know pretty much a relaxed weekend i mean you know a lot of fun not too much crazy work was pretty relaxed, you know, good time. So not too shabby, man. Not too shabby. Watched a, <laughs> an epic ton of hockey like I do. And I'm telling you for all you listeners out there, if, uh, if I'm missing your highlights, send them to me. Cause these are a lot of games to watch. Like I'm still on set. Like I'm currently entering the third period of Saturday's match against rogue Valley and Bellingham. And, uh, I'm telling you, man, I think I still got four Saturday games after that, and that doesn't touch Sunday's games or even today's games because we're recording this on Halloween, the 31st of October, and uh, there's a couple games today still. So it's a pretty packed weekend, and it, it always is for hockey, and me just trying to stay caught up with hockey yet still have, you know, life. <laughs> it's a, Hockey, it, hockey yeah. is life, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> hockey is life. Um, it, it's it's a lot of hockey to take in, but uh, I mean it's a blast. And dude, I mean I know we joked about it last podcast. The sheer amount of saves I have saved. Uh, and <laughs> no, uh, zero bias in this, by the way, everybody. Least we're up front about it. <laughs> Yeah, I, I have I have this month I think 35 goals and over a hundred saves. So I'm gonna trim that down to a hundred saves, um, and try to drop those as quick as humanly possible. But again, I still have again after this Rogue Valley game through October's matches that I'm definitely gonna watch. I still have 11 games. So I might just start dropping goals and saves anyways while I'm still wrapping those games up and. If a goal or save matches in there, I'll just drop it in. But uh, you listeners have probably already seen those drops. So that that's what's happening because uh, you're listening to this on the 3rd of November. Man, that's what I've been up to. Yeah, um, NVU with the hockey. I've been watching, sort of filling in on the NHL side of things just at night. I've been missing a lot of games. Uh, it's a problem with having a daughter. Good problem. Having your daughter involved in competitive sports, right? So takes up a ton of time. But, yeah, I, I really wish I could watch as much hockey as you're watching, my friend. Um, but you know me. I get excited about these goaltender saves. Uh, the one thing that I will always do is give you an honest reaction to, uh, you know, a save of any type. So I'm really looking forward to this episode. Yeah, this is going to be a fun episode. This is going to be the masked men of the Northwest Division of the USPHL. We're going to go over all the goalies who have had ice time so far in the Northwest Division blue paint. Yeah, man, let's just kick off into this. And uh, we're, we're going to try to do this for 
not only every division uh, in the Western USPHL, but um, I think this is a series you and I could probably feed upon and maybe continue going through the USPHL or going to the EOJHL or the NAL. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Really focus on these goalies. And the, the good thing is I can focus on these goalies because I've actually seen them play. So I have an opinion on things I've seen for them. Uh, a bunch of them I still have saves. Uh, even if we don't have a save or we, we don't react to a save doesn't mean you didn't make a great one. If you did, send it to me. I watch as much of these games as humanly possible. They're always on. And I mean always on so much so my wife now makes me wear headphones which are thank god wireless around the house which means i mean it's only 80 square meters and I, I don't what is that like 800 850 square feet maybe uh it's a european apartment so i can hear the game everywhere so doing dishes vacuuming everywhere i can brushing my teeth i'm listening to what's happening and it's really the peak of the voice of the broadcasters it catches my attention um, so if it's a game that doesn't have a broadcaster, I could easily miss a great save or a great goal. Um, and uh, yeah, and if, if they didn't respond as well, because there's some of these saves and goals that are amazing that the, the broadcasters are just kind of, you know, nonchalant about. So I, I could easily miss a, a goal or a save. So feel free to reach out if I did. But uh, that said, man, let's jump into the Northwest Division and uh, the Bellingham Blazers. Yeah, so we're going to be taking a look at Braden Baxter here first out of Juneau, Alaska. Yeah, so Braden Baxter, uh, Juneau, Alaska, he's uh, he's in his first year of junior hockey after playing what I say is presumably high school hockey in uh, Juneau Douglas High last year. Um, but it's great he starts off this list because currently he has the Pigeon Hockey Podcast Junior Hockey Save of the Year to date. Um, he's got my highest scored save. Literally, he Ryan Miller, the Boston Bruins. It was an incredible save. And I think I've sent you uh, a few of his saves. So let's let's take a look at a few of his saves here. And ladies and gentlemen, you'll be able to see these saves on PHH Official on Twitter. Yeah, check them out. Game- and the score of this game is 5-2 at the time, 5.05 left in the third. So if anybody wants, wants to watch the clip, but here we go. Watching them come on down the ice. We've got a three on one. Oh! Oh, reaching back with the stick. Oh. Going in slow-mo here, Braden. That was a beauty. Going back. I got to watch this one more time. So we got the three, man. Nice little saucer pass on over the stick. Right on over, a little tap on over, and then there it is. Paddle down, makes the save. Beauty. <laughs> Just beauty. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff I love. Oh, the air yeah. of desperation of a goalie can inspire many great things. <laughs> so now we're moving on to, oof, this was a 10-1 game. 16.2 second, 16.26 mark of the third. This one's going to be a little tough to see here. Down positionally, good hard push. Yeah, this one's hard to see. But, man, he made a nice hard push. Like You can't see. Like there's a mad scramble in front. The fenceman went down to look like he was trying to block it too, but good push to get down and make that save. Nicely done. Nicely done. All right, my friend. So now we're going to be moving over to ah, one of my favorites, Andrew Brabender, now known to me as the barbender himself out of Edmonton, Alberta. Yeah, yeah. The 2003 uh, joined the Blazers this year after playing in the VIJHL last year with uh, the Predators, which I love 
the Predators jersey out of the VIG. I'm, I like a lot of the jerseys out of the VIGHL, but that's another podcast. Um, but, uh, you know, he put up a 8.6 in 22 games played, um, and he plays with that bit of an edge, which is why I think we love him. <laughs> you know? yes. uh, and, yeah, dude, I mean – he just plays with that edge that really gets your attention. You know he's on the ice. And, uh, yeah, man, I definitely sent you some clips on him as well. Yeah, man, you like to say clear the crease. Uh, the barbender himself will do that. So let's take a look at this. We're at the uh, 12.46 mark of the second in a 2-1 to one game. Down low, covering. Oh, up with the glove and nice save. Nice save. Good patience on the shooter there to try to wait him on out, but he gets over there with a big glove. Nice, nice save. That's a good hard push to get on over there, too. Well done. I got to skip down a few here because we are wicked excited. Yeah, the uh, the, the clips I sent them, uh, ladies and gentlemen, to uh, Steve over Twitter um, so he could see them. Uh, and I don't know what it did in the beginning. So he has to search for a few of the clips before they become pretty clean. <laughs> so this one right here, again, is 3-2. to two, Second period, the 3.04 mark. Here we go down. Ooh, guy splits to D. Nice hard push on that save. Again, made it look easy. And that, as a goalie, you love that, though, right? You know, nothing nothing fancy. Got his whole pad down, whole body moving on over, and makes the nice save. But split those. Oh, that guy split those D, though. Pretty easy there. Way to bail him out there. Bar bender. Now let's go down to the next one. This is at the 139 mark of the third period. A 6-6 tie game. Wow. Here we are. Yeah, he good position down low. Like what I really like about his play is he's got some solid, you know, his pushes to cover the crease coverage is pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah, he 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 gets over there, so he can make that initial save. And man, is he back into position for the for the rebound? So that's another beauty save right there. Yeah, he's got good leg strength. He sees the puck well, and I know that him and Baxter have really. Uh, they shared the net a lot in the beginning of the season uh, while the team was still uh, finding its groove and, and the team's finding its groove now. And that kind of probably takes us into the next goalie. Yes, sir. It does. So Kai Rivas out of our Rivas, however you say that Kai, feel free to correct me out of Surrey, BC, Canada. Yeah. So he's the youngest qualified goaltender on the roster and uh, like I said, he appears to also be competing in his first year of junior hockey competition. He's played excellent so far. In fact, giving them their first ever victory in the USPHL, posting a 42-save shutout. So uh, he's he's impressed. <laughs> Only 42 on a shutout? Come on, buddy. You got to work harder than that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I hope the boys there afterwards carried you on their shoulders, buddy, because you would have earned that. 42 saves. That's pretty impressive. So we're at the 1903 mark, 0-0 game in the second period. So here we go. Oh, nice drop of the shoulder. Oh, nice tracking of the puck. Well done. Read that play well. Nice hard push from left to right. Made it look easy. Well done. Yeah, here's the next one. Queuing on up. So 1130 mark. It's a 2-0 game of the first. Nice little chip by the ooh, breakaway again. Oh, filthy little mitt save there. Nicely done. <laughs> Flashes of leather. You know what, though? My only thing, Kai, which you've got to do at the end there. Oh, you've got to do a Shesterkin slash Patrick Wall there, buddy. 
<laughs> do a little bit more of a dramatic scoop, but nice flash. No, not flashy save. Nice clean save with that glove. Well done. Well done. Yeah, it's a, it's a beautiful save, and honestly, he's really impressed. And it looks like he might be taking the net there. But again, I'm not the coaching staff. I'm just seeing what's happening currently. So let's move on to the next team. Yeah, so let's move on to the Rock Spring Prospectors now, and we're going to look at uh, Brody Hassau out of Vancouver, BC, Canada. Yeah, so uh, he last season um, not only played in the CAJHL's Cold Lake Arrows, putting up a 918 save percentage in 14 games, but he also has international experience representing Chinese Taipei's U20 team at the World Junior Championships, uh, where he had an 860 save percentage in five games. He stopped, I believe, 89 of 101 shots so far this season, and uh, yeah, he's uh, he, he's done pretty well so far. Don't have any video on him yet, and that's going to be kind of the same for the next two attendees. So credit to Brody here at the World Junior because an 8.6 save percentage doesn't sound phenomenal, but playing up against the best talent in the world, you know, on and this is no knock against Chinese Taipei team, but compared to Canada and the U.S., I have a feeling they're not as strong. You know, those kind of numbers up against that kind of competition is nothing to nothing to hang your hat over. Yeah, yeah. I mean, really, really impressive goalie and uh, looking forward to uh, getting some highlight clips on him moving forward. Now we're going to move over to Maximilian Letnicki. Love that name, buddy. Out of Martin, Slovakia. Yep. Yeah, so Martin, Slovakia, that's where Letnicki's out of. And, you know, he's played a lot there. So uh, he's playing in his first season of North American junior hockey after splitting time uh, last year in Slovakia with the MHC Martin U18 team and MHC U20 team, where he played 34 games, posting an 891 and 880 save percentages, respectively. Um, so far this season, he hasn't seen a ton of action, but he stopped 64 of the 72 shots he's faced. All right, now moving on to Nathan Prue out of Quiznell, BC, Canada. Yeah, so Prue uh, enters his second season of junior hockey after playing uh, last season with the CAJHL's Cold Lake Arrows and posting an 881 save percentage. He's seen the most action really at this point. Um, I will say Rock Springs has done a pretty solid job of, of spreading the wealth amongst their four goaltenders and making sure they try to get everyone in as much as possible. I guess really maybe searching for who's going to step up and, and try to take that one position or that 1A1B position. So, you know, the coach is doing a lot right now to kind of spread the wealth between those goalies and, like I said, find that number one. But he stopped 133 of 142 shots so far this season. Impressive. Now we're moving over to, hey, hey we got another Max Million, and this one's Vasse out of Kosai, Slovakia. Yep, another Slovakian. Uh, Vasse is playing in the second season of North American Junior Hockey after splitting time uh, last year between the Slovakia U-22 team and the Canadian-based league of the GMHL last year. He'll have at least one video featured on our Pigeonhole Hockey Twitter, and you have that video in your inbox right now. Let's give it a look. Here we go. Another one from the 28th of October. So this one is at the 11.06 mark of the third period at a 2-2 tie game. A little pass over to the right defense. Nice low blocker save, and there he is for the rebound. Nice. That's a nice little shot there to start it on off. Makes the save and in perfect position for the rebound. Well done. Nice, nice save. Yeah, he's he's been impressive so far, and like I said, Rock Springs is spreading the wealth between the attendees. So um, there's a little bit of action for every goalie right now. Let's move on to the Rogue Valley Royals. 
And we've got Caden Edstrom out of Fair Play, Colorado. Yeah, so Edstrom, uh, for all intents and purposes right now, it looks like he's taking that number one position, especially kind of what I've been seeing this weekend so far. But uh, he's arrived in Medford after having played last season with the Indy Junior Fuel U18 program of the NAPHL 18U, where he posted a 901 save percentage in the 10 games he played. He has videos in your inbox right now that you can kind of see what he's done so far. All right, so this is from the 7th of October, so let's see what Edstrom does here. So this is at the 1840 mark of the third period in a 7-1 game. Nice push. <laughs> Filthy mitt. <laughs> That's a nice push to get into position. And <laughs> Low off the pad glove save. And, you know, for a lot of people, I try to explain that there's some there's some shots that just, you know, that'll catch a little bit sometimes. Right. And a lot of times on that push, when you're coming on over, you're figuring that puck's going to come up a lot higher. So you'll see sometimes goalie get beat over top of that pad because they're lifting the glove up, you know, a little too soon trying to anticipate. But nice movement, nice push, nice save, nice little flash at the end. Love it. Now we're moving over to Alex Frank out of somewhere in Michigan. Yeah, yeah. His uh, elite prospects basically just shows Michigan. But uh, he comes out of the Lansing Spartan 16U program and has only got a single period of action so far. So we haven't really seen a lot of uh, Frank yet. But he has stopped 17 out of 22 shots he's faced. Well, the, the, the Frank owns Michigan, apparently. That's pretty impressive. So now we're going over to Bryson Snow, another guy. This guy owns California out of California, USA. Yeah, so Snow is the youngest goaltender on this roster, and he is a Golden State Eagles alum, and he's impressed so far in his his short junior hockey career. He'll be featured on our Twitter page multiple times in November, and you should have some... You should have some videos in your inbox. Yeah, I see that from the 23rd of October. So this one is in. So one nothing game, two minutes and 15 seconds left to go in the first period. Got a guy breaking hard down from the left. Little fake. Oh, nice quick reaction with that pad. He had a little fake like it was going to go five hole. Pulls it, flashes that pad out. Nice save. Nice reaction save. Love that. And now we're going down to the next one. And it's, this is a 4 nothing game right now. 8-13 left to go in the second period. Guy picks the puck up from the boards right out front. Oh, nice. Read that play perfectly. Coming out from behind the net, fed in front. That guy's left wide open. And just pushes right on over and makes, makes the save. Another one, I love it. Just positionally makes the save look easy. So now we're going to move over to Emil Talifer. And you can so. call him ETA if you can't pronounce his name. They call him ETA. But, yeah, he's French-Canadian, so you probably got it. And that's okay. So, yeah, going over to Emil uh, Talifer Ansel, ETA, which I love. His ETA is now. And he's out of Laval, Quebec, Canada. So uh, he comes to Medford from the Canadian program, the MPU Rebels U16. And again, I, I've, I've already sent you one of his saves so far this year. And he stopped 164 of the 189 shots faced so far. Here we go. So this one is from the 15th of October. Okay, so it's a 4-2 game, 13-25 in the second. We got a guy speeding down on the breakaway. Oh, just calm and made it look easy. This is a, this is a, you know, the guy's cutting in right here. So the puck's coming on in. The player could have shot the puck. He decides to hold it, which I don't blame him because ETA had him blocked and a nice hard push on over. Keeping everything down low makes the save look easy. Nicely done. 
Yeah, it was a great save. And again, just another goalie that was really, really impressed. And now we'll move into Seattle, the Seattle Totems. So we're looking at Daniel Kleoff out of Seattle, Washington, USA. Junior hockey in Seattle has, it's been hurt because of the pandemic and he's a local product and he's chosen to kind of stay in Seattle throughout that. So he stuck it out and he's had a pretty good season so far, stopping 139 of 155 shots in the short season. But uh, I currently don't have any highlights for him. Well, hopefully we get some soon, my friend, because uh, I don't enjoy reviewing these at all. <laughs> so <laughs> now we're looking at Felix Floodman out of Sweden. Yeah, so Floodman is in his first season of North American Junior Hockey, having previously played for uh, Sweden's, and I'm going to guess it's pronounced Hovis Hockey Club. Uh, And since arriving in Seattle, he has seen the most action so far for the Totems and has played strong in that. He has stopped 244 of 266 shots so far. And, of course, these stats are from – I kind of pulled these stats up from uh, about a day or two ago. So he's probably stopped more. It's probably at the 300 mark, the way it looks like he's going. So that's pretty impressive. <laughs> so now we're moving over to Julian Nash out of Arlington, Washington. Yeah, so Julian started the season with the with the Bellingham Blazers program, and he's currently now with Seattle. He hasn't gotten a ton of action so far, but the little that we have seen of him, been quite impressed and uh, excited to see a little bit more. So now we're going to move over to the Vernell Oilers, Austin Gilbert out of Dover, New Hampshire. So um, he's no stranger to the USPHL, having spent the last two seasons with the elite level Islanders Hockey Club and, and has had a pretty good showing so far at the premier level, stopping 66 of 70 shots faced. Nice. So now we're going to move over to Jaden Pazias out of Fairbanks, Alaska. Yeah, so Pazias is no stranger to junior hockey. He's now in his fourth season, having previously played with the Fresno Monsters between when they were in the WSHL and in the USPHL, and last season joining the Oilers when they were in the CAJHL, and he's with them again this year. He hasn't seen a lot of action so far this season, but when he's been called upon, he's stopped all his shots. All right, cool. Now we're moving over to Jaden Shermers out of Trenton, Ontario. Yeah, so Shermers has played a few years of junior hockey in Germany and Canada, most recently with the Barhead Bombers of the CAJHL. He'll have at least one save featured on this month's Pigeon Hockey Twitter page, and it's in your inbox. All right, so let me pull that on up. Here we go from October 8th, and it's a 1-0 game with 3.15 left to go in the first period. I can already see that there is a screen in front of this goalie. And there's the shot, rebound, he's staying tight down to the puck. What a scramble, and he comes up. Holy cow, how many shots did they get there? (laughs) So this one's a little bit harder to see, but you can see that there's just a mad scramble in front. So there's a huge screen, puck's in the slot, guy turns around with a quick shot, there's one save, and then it's just madness, and the goalie comes up with the puck. Well done. He's impressed so far in the, like, again, he he hasn't seen a lot of action so far this season. And then, you know, as attendee, those scrambles, I, I love them. But the the most aggravating thing is when you can't see the puck and where it's coming from in those big pileups. So, you know, kudos to him for tracking down that puck and making that save. So now we're off to Antonio Tarantino from Fremont, California. Man, that is a Fremont, California name if I've ever heard it, buddy. I already love you because of your name. <laughs> no, we love him here on the podcast. He was a he spent a bulk of his season last year with the Ogden Mustangs before he was traded to the Ontario Junior Reign. And uh, man, I, I tell you what, 
he is arguably not only the best goaltender in the Northwest so far this season, but the league. I mean, he has been on a tear and it shows his multiple years of a uh, junior hockey experience is really, really shining through because you watch his saves and there's the great thing is there are, I think, I think I sent you one of his saves, maybe two of his saves. He doesn't make, I mean, he's seen probably the most action of any goalie so far. And I tell you, he doesn't, make a lot of remarkable saves because he tracks the puck well and he's always in position. He's kind of got that, I get that strong, again, Ryan Miller vibe off of a goalie that just is supposed to be where they're supposed to be. You know what well, I mean? Yeah, well, mine, mine the, to go back to this, was Darcy Kemper when he was playing for the Coyotes when he had to take over the number one position. And then what Darcy did well, you know, which, which allowed him to move on to better teams, was the fact that he was just really he was always in the right position at the right time. So he didn't have to make massive saves all the time, right? He would just be in position, swallow the puck up. And if there was a rebound, it was put in a really good place for him to make an easy rebound save. So he was one of the ones that positionally too, you know, he's uh, struggled a little bit last year, right? But, you know, I can speak, you know, in response to the Coyotes where he was a really good positional goaltender at the time. So here we go. We're at six to one, second period, 526 in the game. Got a little puck board battle here. Oh, giveaway right in front. Oh, 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 oh. defender there. You better. Yeah, let me see you tap. Oh, yeah, you're talking to your goalie. Good guy. Uh, bad giveaway <laughs> right in front of the net. Like, that's, yeah. So, bad pass. Sorry, guys. Like, got to call that out. Sorry, not. It happens. Pros do it, too. But a bad pass back to your defender who's right in front of the net, not seeing the other guy on the other side of him. So, that's why we're there, though. Tendies, tendies bail you out. So, Antonio, nice bailout save. Moving on to the next one. So it's seven to two in this this one, third period, eight forty-nine left in the period. And we've got two on two. Oh, third man trailing. Oh, a nice save. Nice pass on over from the guy on the board. This guy's crashing towards the net. And then you're right, Chris, like bang on. Makes it look easy. That's a hard yeah. push from left to right. You know, and right there positionally. Didn't have to do any flashy, no desperation on it, just a hard push and made that save look easy. Yeah, he, he does. And uh, that's what's been quite impressive with uh, Tarantino this season is he's he's picking up where he left off last year. I mean, he was such a strong goalie last year. Yeah, this year you're just seeing that he's matured. He's developed even more as a goaltender. And I just think he's seeing he's seeing beach balls out there right now. Yeah. So, Antonio, I do have to say this now. I am a big uh, Reservoir Dogs fan. And after this, I'm oh, calling God. you Mr. Black. I'm calling him Mr. Black. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, uh, no, it, it's been it's been fun so far watching uh, these, these goalies do their thing. And, I mean, that's the one thing where I think this will be a fun feature as we move forward and, and do these mask men editions. And, uh, you know, even, even for other leagues, like I said, it's, it's, it's going to be fun. It's, I mean, dude, all I do is lose my mind over the saves. So there's uh, at least, I'm looking forward to Chris, sorry to cut you off on that, but I'm really looking forward to watching a game live with you where we're behind the goal. So not only can we compliment the goal scorers, because again, I'll go back to this one. My first time ever watching McDavid live score on Mike Smith and, you know, forehand, backhand, forehand, McDavid scored the goal before 
Smith even was done reacting, was already high-fiving at the bench. And I went, that's just filthy. So I do give props to that. I've watched a few beautiful goals, but there's just something sitting right behind the Tendi and watching them come up huge. Like I watched Ranta, who is, in my in my opinion, you know, before all his injuries, probably one of the most athletic goaltenders I ever saw in my life. And some of the saves he made, I just lose my marbles. So I'm really looking forward to, you know, watching a game with Chris live. So people think we're nuts every time the Tendi makes a good save. <laughs> yeah i cheer for saves the way most people cheer for goals <laughs> and uh, yeah yeah much to the dismay of uh of my wife but um that said we do want to thank all of you listeners for tuning in be sure to reach out if you're in the junior collegiate hockey world and wish to get on a future podcast also follow us on patriots official on twitter to let us know what you think and on instagram this is the digital hockey podcast with chris and steve have a great one hockey fans and remember listeners always clear your crease